Mealtime inspiration. It's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I have to tell you, this has been less fun than I thought. You know what, dude? I think that means we're doing important work. I hope so, man. I mean, I really do. Oh, but you know, I think we are because currently I'm having like a a couple of people in my friend group, like my oldest friend group ever, are having a total friendship meltdown, Mm. like total friendship meltdown. And these are people in their 30s. We are grown adults. And it's clear to me, half of them said it perfectly. One party said, listen. The other person has big thoughts and big feelings and is learning the to- the big tools it takes to take care of them. Side note, I think your next thought uh, book should be called Big Thoughts, Big Feelings. Ooh, I love Big Thoughts, Big Feelings. Or I'm going to use it for my memoir. Yeah. If, if you don't. Use <laughs> oh, that's great. Please, please go for it. Okay. Meanwhile, party A, the Big Thoughts, Big Feelings person, is just not talking to anybody. Dude, you know, and I feel like, okay, when I was young. A young warthog. <laughs> It's like I always imagine. <laughs> exactly. I imagine, you know, everything's going to work out. But you know what? If you don't take the steps to communicate, things will not work out. I have friends who didn't talk to each other for like 10 years. And That's like, crazy. I feel like I could have done something because they both came to me the same week and were like, person A is being mean to me. And then the other person was like, Person B is being mean to me. And I was like, oh my God, you guys need to talk. And then they didn't. And then uh, they didn't talk for 10 years. And I feel like, the same guilt right now about this current situation. You were at my house last week. And I was like, ugh, I just need to go mediate an in-person, not over text discussion between these two people. We have all known each other for, dude, like 15 years. Yeah, yeah, man. This you is know, crazy. But it's, it's so illustrative is that a word (laughs) yeah you know and i really like how when you were struggling to say it you just maintained eye contact (laughs) it helped helped me dude this is illustrative (laughs) and i'm like yeah baby yeah don't look away Uh, you'll find uh, that word you'll find that word (laughs) thanks man another book title yeah it shows how it's always hard communicating is hard Always mm-hmm. at every age. Yeah, yeah it, it really is. Oh, and this is going to blow your mind. Gelby mm. Gelb. What, what, what? Uh, so beloved super princess, Ella Milena Janky. Mm. Uh, <laughs> 
she is a super princess, especially now that you guys have that. We're working on beautiful hair. hair. I know. Oh, I'm God. so excited. You shouldn't like ensure her hair. I think we should do a whole podcast episode in six months when my hair process is complete. Dude, it's so fucking. She's going through all the hard work, man. For those of you that don't know, Ella's hair is naturally very curvy. A uh, curvy? Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ella's hair is super, super naturally wavy, curly, but society has pressured her her whole life to have stick straight hair. Exactly. Basically, white supremacy and the patriarchy came in mm-hmm. and was like, like, in order to be a successful human, you have to have a Norwegian pa- type hair. I, I don't know if the patriarchy did the The patriarchy hair. I, is I behind everything. I, I don't know why I think so. <laughs> just want to throw that out there. Anyway, we'll have Ella come on later to talk about a hair journey because it's a lot of work. But mm. she's doing great and I love her so much. Anyway, yeah. Ella Milajanki comes up mm. and she's like, you know, we're talking about therapy. And she's saying that... You know, it's really good that I've always done like CBT stuff. And however, I've recently found Hannah, me personally, that it's not been as effective lately. And I'm like, oh, shit, if CBT doesn't work, then I'm just going to be fucked from now on. Ella's now in postmodern therapy, which is really cool because it is more about instead of like identifying bad behaviors or bad thought patterns and replacing them with positive thinking tools. It's about embracing the fact that you have both good and bad behaviors and thinking patterns. Oh, I love that. And just accepting it as a whole. Yeah, man. And seeing how they relate to each other and then just kind of trying to tip your scale. Mm-hmm. And it works thematically. Oh. I think I might try postmodern therapy next. It sounds so artistic and beautiful. I also want to do postmodern therapy. I just want to get in there and be like... What's wrong with art <laughs> and my soul? Um, that's so great, dude. Fucking I, radical acceptance. Radical like acceptance. We always go. I feel like so often we go in like I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna like expunge this I'm part of gear myself. Shift my brain. Yeah, I'm gonna pluck this thing out and like yeah. throw it away. And it's like, no, everyone is made up of all kinds of things. We think. I, I think it's yes and. Yes. And like once you've learned that you can balance, you can bring like a greater, gentler way of doing it. I think CBT yeah. was really necessary as like I hear the cold, hard facts, mm-hmm. your brain and your emotions, your thinking patterns and your emotions are separate, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and your feelings influence your thoughts, your thoughts influence your feelings, blah, 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 blah. I think that like now it's like to level up in the game of therapy for me and be like, I need to learn. I need more. Like, if I had done straight into postmodern, I don't think it would have worked, mm-hmm. you know? Dude, that's, yeah, you got that foundation. It's a fucking journey. What mm-hmm. would you call this podcast? I would call this post, 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 neo-modern therapy via just a pod. We are not therapists. <laughs> this is just a podcast. <laughs> just, a, yeah. Man, that's a good, good question. I love everything that you said. I, I even have to, I got to take a second here. Okay. Well, while you take a second, let's get ready to dive back into our perfectionism module series. And we're going to talk about change. Everyone's favorite. Psych. I'm going to invent Dada therapy. Oh. You know, you know, Dadaism? Uh uh. Is the art movement from. I thought this was like a weird daddy thing. Ah! <laughs> oh, God. No, 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 no. So, Dadaism was kind of the result-ish of World War II in Europe, and everyone was like, war is so awful. What does art even mean? Dad! (laughs) So people made just weird, not like, people often think it's like meaningless, but it's not meaningless. It's like kind of a response to like 
the horrors of mm. modern human history. Mm. Um, I'm probably so wrong. And like art majors out there are like, hey, girl, I have so many things to say. All I know is, wait, I don't know. Anyways, that's it. <laughs> Making Dada art would be a good form of therapy. Basically, I just think all therapy should be named after art movements. Oh, oh, <gasps> like the foes of oh, the oh wild God. beasts. Oh, my God. They used color like maniacs. That's the kind of therapy I want to have. Anyways, okay, moving on. Let's do, let's practice art therapy sometime. I would love to do that. If I wasn't a scary, scaredy cat, I would go be an art therapist. Dude, why aren't you an art therapist? I don't know. Oh my God. I think it's the responsibility, man. I think that what holds you back from becoming an art therapist might be linked to your perfectionism. <laughs> you know? Let's get this shit started. We are on part four of our perfectionism series. In part one, we covered the definition of perfectionism. Part two, the cycle. Part three, the history, which I think we really just totally danced around, which is fine by me. Oh, yeah. Not ready to go there. I'm not going to just talk about that shit. What if I got really triggered and then went crazy? No, that's not that's not how it works. That's not how it works. Today, for part four, we are going to talk about change. Let's talk about the areas of perfectionism that we want to change. But first, here's a list of all the areas that you could tackle. I was just going to go straight down to driving because what? What? <laughs> I also don't understand. What's the driving but one all about? Maybe it's like, you know, I've noticed I have friends who like cannot parallel park if anyone's in the car. Oh, and like they it, ask you to get out of the yeah, car. Yeah, they're like so much anxiety about driving. It's like we all imagine we should just be perfect at all driving skills, even though you why would you? Do know how to do that if you've never done it before. I grew up in the suburbs, but wasn't even on my driving test. Was that on my driving test? I can't remember. I think they took it off driving test because they were like, this is fucking, this is crazy. Why would they ask me <laughs> what to do? You're this? not going to, you're just going to Uber everywhere anyways. Yeah. Lyft. <laughs> you're, yeah, no. Oh, totally. I'm I sorry. I love Lyft. Please the take colors. that out of I here. I love Lyft. The colors. <laughs> I love Lyft because, you know, Lyft also does scooters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We are not sponsored by Lyft, but God, I love Lyft. Yeah, me too. I think it's great. Yeah. And you can link it to your frequent flyer miles for Delta, which I also love. Anyway, these are some fun facts about me. <laughs> That's amazing. It's all true. But man, I was going to say, I also know someone who can't drive other people to a place because she can't have other people in the car. No way. Yeah. Like it makes her too anxious. That's crazy. I yeah. just, I but just... it's like she can drive her own kids around. But she can't drive like other adults, adults. Other adults who know how to drive. Yeah. How's she going to teach her kids how to drive? I don't know. Yo, now I think I see why driving is on you here. You know, we figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> so the areas of change that you might want to possibly change for those of you who are following along and doing the modules. Uh, here are some categories. Work, study, mm. housework, cleaning, close relationships, partner, family, friends, intimacy, you know, organizing, eating, weight, shape. I would call that also like body image. Mm -hmm. Grooming, washing. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Driving, previously covered. And sports fitness. I would call sports fitness health. No, maybe physical health kind of thing. And of course, other. <laughs> yes. Or for short, the washing machine of thought. <laughs> I totally get grooming washing because I feel like <laughs> I'll literally be like, what's the point of wearing cute clothes if I have I, to take care of them? I don't look like Carly Kloss. <laughs> oh. And also, what's the point of washing my hair if I haven't like waxed my face? And then what's like, 
What's the point of like wearing makeup if I don't look like Scarlett Johansson? Oh my god, this is you know? insane, horrible, crazy grooming. Shit. Grooming's in here because my grooming went straight into organizing things earlier today. Ella asked me for tweezers. We, we're, we're traveling right now, guys. We're in Austin, Texas, because next week's episode, well, yeah, is very exciting. <laughs> Keep listening till the end, and then you guys hear why. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, Ella was like, "Hey, babe, where's the tweezers?" No, she doesn't call me babe. She goes like, "Hey, where's the tweezers?" <laughs> She's like. Hannah, Hannah, where are the tweezers? Where are the tweezers? And I'm like, my love. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, they're in my backpack. Hannah's like, I have often walked down the street before. Wow. I love that you asked me for tweezers right now. <laughs> so here's what happened. They were in my backpack. And I said, oh, they're in my backpack. She said, can you get them? I said, no. And she said, why? And I said, well, because I have to organize my backpack. But yes. So give me a second. 20 minutes later, I handed her the tweezers. <laughs> And I organized my backpack, but I was just like, I cannot. Backpacks, kitchen sinks, and cars are often direct reflections on your mental state of mind. Another great book title, man. Thank you. Thank you. Or I'll just tweet that. Maybe I'll just tweet that after this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll retweet it for today's episode. Wow, that's fascinating. I know. I know. So I reorganized my whole backpack and I feel spiritually lighter. Mm. I feel so much better. Now I have the tweezers in my pocket. (laughs) Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Hannah collectively use like, Probably like 68 <gasps> pairs of tweezers per year. <laughs> Maybe we should do that for our first live stream for our patrons, our patrons in that tier, because we could literally do a tweezer review. Actually, let's just make that as a video for my channel. Done. We know so much. Guys, you, we. Tweezer review coming up. You know, one of Hannah Hart's favorite relaxing activities is for me to come over to her house and then for her to tweeze the hairs off my chin for like 40 minutes. Mm, I love it. Yeah. Uh, But you know, I got you that laser and (gasps) worked great. I'm looking at your chin right now. I can't even, I can't even see a single. Okay. Okay. I got like three. Like it used to be in the past when I would put my chin in my hand, it felt like I was touching a cheese grater. And now (laughs) it feels like a baby's bottom. And I owe it to my friend Anna Hart. Anyways, I feel like we're really avoiding our topic here. I would love that. I would love nothing more. But this is the last thing I'll say. Okay. Is that because we're recording this today and it's coming out now, I can actually say, hey guys, head to my YouTube channel right now to watch (gasps) our tweezer review. Oh, yes. Because we can just do that. Yeah. And you know what? This totally is on topic because I'll literally be like, there's no point in me putting on makeup because my chin has hairs on it and that shit is not workable. Mm -hmm. Like there's no, no one's ever going to love me Mm -hmm. because I got these hairs on my Mm. chin. Mm. I love you so much because you got those hairs on your (laughs) chin. Thanks, buddy. To summarize, last week, we have picked two different areas of change. My personal area of perfectionism change I want to do and apply is towards my work, which Mm. is creative, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean it's not work, you know? And my perfectionism has really hindered my enjoyment of my work. Mm. So that's a category I want to change. Me too. Yes. So I chose also work study-ish because I kind of fit like all sorts of tasks. Mm. Tasks are like projects into that. So like art projects, even just like organizing files in my room. Oh, wait. Yeah. We made up a, we made up our category for you kind of. We were like, we said incomplete. Yeah. Yeah. Leaving tasks incomplete. Being able to start something and then put it down. Yeah. Being able to start something because you're like, hey, I got 15 minutes right now. Mm -hmm. I'll wash some dishes. Right. Right. Even though I can't finish them. I'll put some clothes away. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Right. So leaving things incomplete. Yeah. Whoa. 
Scary. Dude, I, on work on Friday, it was like three o'clock. I get off at 3.30 and I was like, well, can't do anything for a half hour. Oh my God, I know. And, and then, then I was, my brain was like, hand gelb, you could actually like, you could chip away at this, you could chip away at that. And I was like, mm, nope. I'm mm. going to stare into space. So Gelby's going to practice chipping away at things. Chipping away. Chipping away. I'm going to write that down. Ooh, like sculpting. Yeah. <gasps> oh. Sculpting a life. I had a Gelb story. <laughs> Why do I think everything in terms of book titles? Because you're picking up on my energy and anxiety at my book not being done and the manuscript being due two weeks ago. <laughs> No good manuscript is turned in on time. This is already late. <laughs> it's the second version of the deadline. Uh, I love it, dude. I, lo- I love you. Let's change. Starting right now. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> hey, buddy. <clears throat> I know this is really hard. This is hard work, man. It's really tough. And, uh... You know, I think bef- I think that next time we do a module, we're going to have we have to do it on, like, anger or something. It's like... <laughs> I'm just something really fun and easy like that. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Next module will be about puppies. (laughs) Yeah. Cats. You know, dude, I really think what would help you is if you kind of cut loose and maybe relax and do something really fun, like possibly record a video of yourself singing and dancing like an idiot to a Korean pop song. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Guys, we have a goal. It is a Patreon goal. If we get 1000 Patreon Partners, me and you are going to karaoke and dance to Knock Knock, the amazing pop song by the Korean band Twice. Wait, Knock 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 on my door? That's the one. Oh. I've been watching it conservatively like 60 to 85 times per day. And um, at this point, I think I know the choreography pretty well. And I can definitely teach it to you. Uh, I'm actually fluent in Korean now. Oh, my God. So, well, only if we're talking about romance and, uh, and clouds. Well, the good news is, is that this will only happen if we get to a thousand Patreon partners <laughs> on our Patreon page. <laughs> Guys, if you want to make this nightmare become true, you can go to patreon.com slash analyze this. Small caveat. If if we do get there, which I'm like, <laughs> let's let's do an abridged version. Okay, we don't have to do the whole song. Thank you. But we, we do. do. Have, we do have to dress up. Yeah, okay, fine. And we do have to finish this. Okay, so I'm focusing on leaving tasks incomplete, chipping away at things. Mm, that sounds so hard. I know, dude, you, you tell me. So I'm not going to make this my main goal right now, but I'm going to keep it in my mind is also my relationships because I think I tend to... With people I'm not incredibly close to or comfortable with, I'm always acting in ways I imagine they expect me to behave. And I want to, like, preserve this image of being a perfect person in other people's minds. So I'm going to try and, like, just be mindful of when that's happening. When I'm like, I'm going to do this because then that person will love me. Yeah. Which is, you know, not good. Not good. Yeah. It's so interesting that we both have perfectionistic qualities, but like I never worry about being who I think someone wants me to be. I assume someone has negative expectations of me, but it ultimately leads to the same actions and reactions. Mm. Yours is coming from, um, oh no, they think I'm so great. I have to be great. Mm. I'm coming from, oh no, they think I'm so bad. I have to be great. Oh, wow. Fucking weird. Dude, that is Which weird. Hannah are you? Let us, know. <laughs> Let us know on Twitter or on our Patreon page. Ooh, you. Okay, so, Gil. Hmm. Yes, my buddy. Why are we doing this? Yeah. Why are we alive? Why, no, why are, we are we here? Alive? I don't know. Here, it's a mystery. Here's a question. Regarding the subject of change, it's interesting because I think people 
or I don't know, one might seek constant betterment. I think what holds me back from changing is the fear that once I change or once I'm in the process of changing, I'll have to change again. And then I'll have to keep changing and keep growing. Mm. You know, it's like the word change terrifies me. The word growth comforts me. Mm. So it's like, I don't want to think of this as quote unquote changing myself. I want to think of this as growing myself. Yeah, man. Like, like, a, yeah. like a bonsai. <laughs> oh, dude. Are if, you changing that bonsai when you're giving it a little snip here and you there? Know, no, you're you're cultivating, pruning. You're k- taking away the stuff you don't need. Mm-hmm. You're giving it the nutrients you do need. Mm-hmm. Fucking boom. If you boom. were a thing, Hannah Hart, you would be a bonsai. Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah. <gasps> I should get a bonsai tattoo. <gasps> wow. Oh or like an outline of a bonsai. Let's do it here in Austin. I could just color it in. And be like, I'm a green bonsai today. I'm a blue bonsai today. Yeah, oh my man. God, that'd be dope. I want an outline of a bonsai tree. Fucking fuck. Okay, I'm so excited about this. Uh, yeah, so I think that like change is really scary. And so for me, one of the ways I'm going to make change less scary is by eliminating the word change and turning it into growth. Mm, yeah, and I think they're kind of interchangeable, really, you know? Mm-hmm. Did you say interchangeable? I think you meant intergrowthable. <laughs> From now on, we will not say the word change on this podcast. It is uh, It is going to be growth only. Every time you say change, I'm going to say growth. Growth. <laughs> yes. Oh, we should make a song. Yeah. Change, change, change. Growth, growth, growth. What do you think scares you about growth? <laughs> well, ooh, before I say that, uh, before I get to that, I wanted to say, I think you should give yourself credit, buddy, because you probably changed. <laughs> Sorry, I'm pretending to eat Hannah's ring. Um, no, you guys can't see that, but I'm oh, like, yeah. nang, 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 nang. <laughs> I think you change and grow, grow. I think you growth. grow the growth a little bit every day. And, you know, it's like not always apparent or visible, but it's happening. Stuff's happening all the time. I think you're I- never like a static bucket of <laughs> slop. <laughs> Well, I dude, in the last couple of years, I would say between 30 and 32, I have actually, I feel, I have changed, Ooh. but I've changed for the more regressed version of myself. Really? Yeah. I think when I was, when I was 29, I was like my favorite version of me. And I like that version, Ooh. you know? Mm-hmm. I refute and rebuff this ridiculous notion. No, 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 no hear me out. It's true. I was like, okay, cool. This is how I want to do me. But then my life changed because I got involved. Growth, in- growth. <laughs> well, my life grew. <laughs> oh my God, my life grew. Yes. Because I- um, You got a new plant, a new sprig on the I bonsai. Got, I got a new sprig on the bonsai. I expanded my household. I started a family. I started my family, mm-hmm. you know, with my my babe, my love, and my two kitties. Mm-hmm. And your little sister was living with you. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Oh, God. God, and that happened too, yeah. <laughs> so the 2016 Hannah, though, I was like, oh, man, that was like my favorite version of myself. Hitting that mark grew my world. And now it's time for me to grow to fit into my world again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Shit. And I think that's how it works. Yeah. It's like you're not like, I grew and then I arrived. You arrive and then you have to grow. Oh, my God. You grow and you create a rival. You arrive and then you have to grow. It's just like me. And then like- we die. <laughs> <laughs> mortality. Last- oh Is mortality the last stage of growth? Fuck you. <laughs> 
When uh, we do our religion and how it destroys your brain module, Slash uh, is good. There's lots of good things. When we hmm. talk theology, let's call it theology. When right, we go right, into right. a big theology module, I really want to work on confronting my oblivion, death, religion, mortality stuff. <gasps> yeah, man, me too, because that'll be so fascinating. And also, we're going to need like, lots of experts. You want to do that in like five years, five yeah. seasons, season five. <laughs> Sounds good. Also, I really want you to be able to get a good night's sleep. Last night, I had the worst panic attack. And Ella sleeps like just like a like a log on the bottom of a river. <laughs> she, is, she is so asleep. That's how deep Ella sleeps. She's a deep sleeper. Yeah. And so last night, I woke up in the middle of the night. And the worst part about this is that it happens when I'm in a new environment. So we're at a hotel. Oh. So I'm oh, used yeah, to it. Tr- yeah, triggering. I figured out kind of where it happens. But I woke up from a dead sleep. Dead? Uh, I woke up and I was like, you know that line in um, Bird Set Free, Sia, that's like, have you ever heard that song? Oh, no. Oh, I'll play it for you. But there's a line, there's a part where goes where she goes, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Ah, like this part. Uh-huh. Um, she's all talking about like living her life and like that. I woke up and it was like that one part was playing. Hold on. I'll play it for you guys. Oh, my God. Can I yay. do this? Yeah. Yes. Ooh, look at our multimedia podcast. Well, it's all the same media. <laughs> I'm already so excited because I know that when we're done recording this, I'm going to be like, oh, I should have said that. And then I'm like, oh, I can put it on the Patreon. Oh, yes. That's why it's so good for you to have this little blog thinky thought. Yeah. So then Hannah Hart doesn't have to be like, buddy. Yeah. Buddy, just. There you go. I woke up with this. I know. Dude, why is Sia so real? I know. Sia Mary Oliver, I'm like, that is me. You know, okay. I think in addition to our theology religion module, we need to do an existentialism module where we really go into like, I think that's part of the theology. Meaninglessness. Thing. Oh, you're probably right. Because that's probably where people find C or see God. We got to leave. We got to have some religious expert on. I'm talking gay rabbis. I'm talking everything. Uh, and I'm we talking have- Castiel. Mm-hmm. Angel of the Lord. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, you guys, side note. There is a Bible in my hotel, hotel room. room. We put our I- vibrator next to it. <laughs> Well, I, I was like, Ella's always like, when we're unpacking, she'll like just put the vibrator like on the table. And I'm like, ah, that's a private sex toy. Aww. We can't just have it out. Because then I'm like, it just is not sexy for me to just see it in like my waking life. Like, I don't want to be drinking coffee and then be like, there it is. <laughs> I hear that, man. <laughs> I want it to be revealed. You know? Yeah, indeed, indeed, yeah. Indeed. So I opened up the drawer and I put it in and I like dropped it in. I was like, did I just drop it on the Bible? Mm-hmm. <laughs> To me, right now, the Bible is just like supernatural fanfic. I know that the Bible came first. I'm not trying to offend anyone, by the way. I think Bible is a beautiful piece of literature. Very interesting. But I was like, this is going to help me write my fanfic about Sam and Dean, which I'm currently composing. Spoken like someone who's never read the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I've read like parts of the Old Testament. Okay. I had a bat mitzvah. The, the, the Torah is like the first six books. Right, right, right. I have not read like the, you know, the <sighs> John. Okay. So, <laughs> John. so that is why we are scared to change. Yes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I feel like we went on this huge thing and you very kindly asked me, Hannah, why are you afraid of change? And then I was like, oh, I'll say more stuff about you. Blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I have to say, honestly, I'm excited to change. However, <gasps> I'm wary of it being like, you know, when you pick up a new hobby or you start a new book or you whatever, whatever, whatever. And, and you're like, you get that initial like, rush, that oh, high, this is so exciting. Everything's going to be so different. Exactly. And then it gets hard. And then you're like, 
Never mind. Like episode part three of this series where I was like, I am out. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm done. <laughs> it's always that. It's always they say that trying a new habit, you either lose it on day three or becomes consistent after day 21. So if you can make a change, right. like an adjustment in mm-hmm, your life and mm-hmm. keep it going for 21 days, it will become habitual. Yes. Yeah. And you know what's so sad? As mm-hmm. I feel like as a people, we break good habits all the time, but in our heads, it's like such a huge, big, scary deal, like breaking a habit. But in reality, it comes down to a few moments every day. Mm-hmm. You know, just yeah, a few baby. moments where yeah. you just have to exercise a little bit of patience and maybe be like, okay, what is it that's like so uncomfortable? Is it even really that bad? Like, for example, I want to wash my face again before I go to sleep because I haven't done that in like six years because I'm lazy and tired. I'm like, why is it impossible for me to do this? What's so bad about it? And then I'm yeah. like, oh, it's like the putting a headband on. And then I'm so like, leave wait. a headband by the sink. Yeah. I'm like, wait, that's not hard. It's the putting water on my face. That feels nice. Like, it's <laughs> like get, if you can just like push you, through that little, yeah. and it's like, what, two minutes? Two minutes? I know, you know. And from this will come better skin. <laughs> yes. From that. Yes. And yes, your skin will thank you. For me, what stopped me from washing my face mm. was the feeling of water trickling down my forearm. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that so much. And- the feeling of the water trickling down my neck and getting my the top of my shirt slightly damp. Oh, gosh. Oh, I hate that feeling so much. So when I realized that that was really what was hindering me from Wait, washing. Sorry, my- I want to take a photo of your, you okay, yeah. acting out the feeling of. Okay, <laughs> good. And if you guys are members of our Patreon at patreon.com slash analyze this, you can see this photo. This is truly fascinating. I did not know that Hannah is this. It, it's that much of a horrible feeling. <laughs> So as I was trying to build the new habit of washing my face every night, which I've been successfully doing for about three years, I took a towel, like a little towel, like a hand towel, and put it on the rim of the sink, like I'd seen some people have. And now I just wipe my forearms on that. Done and done. Done and fucking done. Boom. But identifying the discomfort Mm -hmm. might be a good step in confronting the obstacle that keeps you from building a new habit in your life. What's the discomfort? Right. Is there, yeah. Is there yeah. a way to simplify it? It's so you can break it down because it might just feel like this huge, amorphous, nebulous. It's uncomfortable. But like, what is it exactly? Mm-hmm. It's the water trickling down your forearms. Dad, what's it? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's Which, right up there with someone talking what? to me. You know what else I hate? You know this because I've told you not to. When someone talks to me with a toothbrush in their mouth. Oh. The her, 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 her. Mm. Hey. And I've been like, hand it up. Stop her. She- <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, God. But are you going to die? Are you going to die? From watching someone do that? Probably not, right? But I can't acknowledge my discomfort and defend it. That's true. Totally. Honor. 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 Honor your discomfort, people. Strength with honor. Yes. Yeah. I'm now, wait. I'm now quoting the two towers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm into that. Disloyalty with vengeance. Some other obstacles that might inhibit you from your experience of change or growth. You have a statement. Go for it. Okay. We all live in a community. You know, we don't live in a vacuum. Sometimes, (laughs) obviously, Hannah Kelp. Sometimes if you start to change for the better, people who love you will react in a bad, weird way because they... <gasps> what? No, I'm taking my snaps back. I thought you meant they're going to be inspired by the way you change. Well, that's and then very also possible. However, it can also 
change your dynamic with whoever. Dude, if somebody is inhibited by your personal growth, that is something to look at in terms of your relationship dynamics. Yes. Like, 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 oh, I started going to the gym every day and you have a friend that's like, ugh, why? Right. But also, I think even if it is like an unpleasant, it is good and bad. I mean, bad and good because they'll be like, wow, I'm really uncomfortable that you're being healthy. What does that mean? That's something I should look at, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like if you're always the sick, sad, whatever, depressed, anxious person in your family and everyone's taking care of you, if you start to get better, that's fucking rocking the boat. Mm -hmm. And even though everyone's going to be like, oh, we're so happy, it still might be like. It might create a little discomfort for them. It might might create discomfort. That's true. When Elle and I first met, she didn't go to therapy. She didn't journal. She didn't do any of this stuff. And I had all these habits. That I was like, oh, no, this is what I do. She was like, oh, I don't do that. And that discomfort, I think, was part of the journey that took her to her personal growth as right. well. Right. Let me ask you this. Did you experience any discomfort when she started doing those things? The There's no judgment here, obviously. Yes. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> we have to move on. We okay, sorry, sorry. On. I was a good girl. I was like, fucking hell is killing it right I know, now. she's killing it. I got to do better, man. She's I know. For a while, I was jealous and felt discomfort and felt like, oh, my God, because I had lost sight of these habits that she was now building into her life anew. And I felt a little resentment. And then I had to work through that. But that's like totally normal, dude. I know. know? know. That's great, man. I know. Okay. for sharing. Uh, Thank you for allowing me to share. Thank you for opening it up. (laughs) So, guys, we want to continue to open it up by opening up to you. So here are some other obstacles that one might expect inhibiting their personal growth. Mm. minimizing, thinking, you know what? Maybe I'm a little bit of a perfectionist about this, but it's not really that big a deal. Fear, being afraid that if you loosen up on your impossible standards, the quality of your life might suffer. Like you might become a slob. If you love being a workaholic and you think it's great and you love your perfectionism with your work, you might think that if you grow, your work will suffer. Or you might think you'll die. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Extreme self-criticism, being afraid to fail. Are you afraid if you fail? You'll hate yourself. Hey, Ooh. funny note, you probably already do because you're a perfectionist. <laughs> it's kind of a lose-lose. It's kind of lose-lose. Uh, there's really nowhere to go but up. Yes, yes. And life circumstances. Maybe there's too much going on in your life, and that's the reason why you don't want to change. Those, oh, my God. Yeah, those are the obstacles that are inhibiting you, not the realities that are stopping you. And that I think life circumstances is such an important one because you can say that literally about anything at any time in your life, but the... Only time to make change is right now, no matter what's happening. Mm. In, as I said, a few moments a day. Mm. In a few moments a day. So here are some. When is there not going to be too much going on in your life? There's always going to be too much going on in your life. There's a life, baby. Unless you like go become a monk. Which, as we know from Andy, sometimes. You can't have sex. (laughs) Until you leave being a monk after like three years or whatever. So. Before we go, I want to give you guys some coping tits. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> coping tits, the Hannah Gelb story. Yeah. A they... life on the road of boobs, 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 bosoms, and boobs. Tatas. Yeah. <laughs> I would, uh, you know, your tits help me cope. Do I put, when I put my head on them and hug you. Oh, I'm so glad. Thank you. Okay. So before we go, we would like to share with you guys some coping tips to remember as you go through this process and what is coming up next in the weeks ahead. Mm. <clears throat> Hannah, if you will please read the coping tips. I'm just giggling because I can tell Hannah Hart wants to finish and I'm like, but what is life? Okay, these are the tips. But that's why we have a mod- that's why we have a whole podcast, my friend. We have hope, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. This is practice, so it won't be perfect. Yes. Give yourself permission to make mistakes. Yes. You are a fucking child of the universe. 
universe. You are made of raindrops and stardust, okay? Why would you be mad at yourself ever? You're perfect the way you are, but mm. in a non-perfect way. Mm. Reward yourself. Pat yourself on the back. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's just like, yeah, man, good yeah. job. And last but certainly not least, expect some anxiety and some unpleasant emotions. That is just part and parcel of the whole gig. Yep. It's totally normal. It's so, nothing to freak out about. Yep. Accept that you are freaking out a little bit because it's scary. And that's okay. And you're a person. Don't reject your fear, man. Yeah. Don't reject your you know, fear. We freak out a lot in we general. Freak, it's good. It's good to freak out. You know? Yeah. If you guys have more tips or reminders uh, for your personal growth journey as you go and try and investigate these perfectionistic tendencies in your life, please, please, please share them on our Patreon or on our Twitter or whatever thing you use. Probably the Patreon, though, because I'm not going to lie. If you're not already a patron, we're having a lot of great discussions over there. Mm. Patreon.com. So mm-hmm, analyze mm-hmm. this. So as we embark on the rest, the second half of this journey, now that I feel like I think that we've come to a real sense of understanding around Mm. our perfectionism. I love our new system. I love it too. So here's what we're going to do. First things first, next week, we are going to be tackling our thoughts by using a thought chart. We can put it up online with this episode so you guys can go ahead and start filling it in. And you can participate and follow along with next week's episode. Mm. The way to use this chart is by first acknowledging an event or trigger that is bringing out your perfectionism in you. And then you're going to record your emotional response to that thought. For example, when I'm at work, I might be like, I'm not going to start this thing because it'll take too long. And I don't want to, and everything's terrible. And yeah, that's the thought. Or yeah, that's exactly. the thought. Well, maybe the emotional response is you feel defeated already. Right. I feel defeated. And like, this is why I'm never going to get anything done. Mm-hmm. And then there's like depression. You know what else we should find? There's something that always ties all these other words down to root emotions, like sadness or hurt. So we should find that and figure out which one defeat relates to. <gasps> Because then that's the deeper feeling there. Let's look up one of those charts. Yeah. Okay. After that, on the chart sheet, we're all doing together. What are all the thoughts that accompany it? And lastly, evidence that you have that disproves that thought. Mm. I.e., I don't have enough time to do all the dishes. I only have 15 minutes. I know I'm confronting my fear of incompletion or whatever. I have evidence that I can because, look, I washed three dishes and now I'm leaving. Yes. And like the the world did not collapse. World, nothing bad happened. A sinkhole did not open up like and beneath your feet. you whole. Yeah, you just did those dishes. And mm-hmm. then that was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a week after that, we'll be exploring our behaviors. After that, our rules and assumptions. And then resetting our mindset and how we judge our self-worth, baby. So if you haven't already, please subscribe to Analyze This. And rate and review this podcast because we're having a great freaking time. I am starting to hit a turning point. I'm a little bit excited for the week's ahead. That is so interesting because I feel like I am now thinking this is impossible. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do my best. You can do it, buddy. Next week, we'll be featuring our episode live from South by Southwest and the director of the new John Green movie, Turtles All the Way Down, Hannah Marks, will be joining us. So make sure you're there. And then two weeks from today, we will be revealing our thought charts to each other. Ugh. Oh, man. Earbuds, thank you so much for going on this journey with us. really hope that we all get a little something out of it, you know? Oh, I think that is a conservative uh, hope and wish. Uh, yes, I yeah. think we'll get perhaps even more. Yes. Ooh, I'm into that. <laughs> all right, you guys, we'll see you next time. We love you. We thank love you, you so goddamn much. <laughs> <laughs>